Hello, hello. Hello, Hudaifa. Hello, Thomas. Hello, Natasha. How are you? Hello. Could be better, but you know, it's still not the final day of our lives, so it's fine, I guess. That's so optimistic. Oh, my God. It's just always being ready, you know? Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready to start the show. Okay. But are you ready for the today's topic? I am mentally ready. Okay. What about you, Thomas? Yeah, I'm ready, as always. Yeah, always ready. Okay. <laughs> but are we ready for the final day on the Earth? That's a question. And that's a question for today. Should we get ready for the doomsday or not? What do we think about that? And before we are going to get started our discussion, I want to tell you a small story about a guy and a bunker. Do you want to listen to it? Yeah, always ready for stories. At cool. least it should be fun, no? <laughs> well, we'll see. It depends. But the story basically is that several years ago, in 2015, inventor Colin Furs built an underground bunker in his garden. He boasted that he had there all that he needed. He had the TV, the internet connection, the power, the worms as well. And it took him only two months to dig up this bunker in his backyard. And it was not very spatial, but still it was four meters high and pretty good for one person to live in, I think. The entrance was under a rock in his tool shed. And the bunker was made of steel. So obviously there was not any lights except for the electricity lights. Several years after that, in 2020, in the midst of corona outbreak, he was telling the interviewers that he was glad to have this bunker ready and the system might as well be further developed. For example, he had no sanitary equipment there and he also wanted to self-power it. But in case things do get worse, he was ready to improve his bunker. So that is a story about a simple guy, a creator, who was ready to live underground in case things do get worse. What do you think about that? I can think about many, many things that could go wrong. <laughs> for example? Like, like, for example, the internet. Okay, the internet. If it's like he's ready for like a very bad... I don't know, maybe a war or something. Like, the internet will not be available anyway. But it won't be available for anyone. Yeah, but why he said, like, I had, like, a TV, internet, and, I mean, like, the electricity itself, it still comes from the, the lines that, you know, powers his whole house. So if something wrong happens, this is not, like, a preparation for me. Like, at least you should have, I don't know, a solar panel with a bunch of batteries that could help you survive without the other word. But I don't think he was ready. He was just kind of making a business out of this. Maybe, but what kind of business would it be? I like TV appearance? No, digging uh, bunkers. Okay, I see. So you would be worried about him. I mean, like, uh, that for me is not a really appropriate uh, preparation. He wasn't thinking about the worst case scenario. I think maybe as long as he had some food, he can prolong his life in this steel bunker. But who knows? Yeah, for me, if I'm gonna prepare like for a zombie apocalypse or something like this, probably I will have more space to even, uh, you know, plants, some veggies and stuff to, to be prepared, not to go out. 
So the, the food that you store that could be like stored in cans and stuff that is like have a, a long day to expire. Yeah, it could work, but it's not like gonna stay there forever. And like, uh, you know, things that you can grow up and you can live on it. Okay, I see. But we are gonna talk about what we would do later. And now, Thomas, what is your opinion on the story? Was the guy ready? Do you find it interesting or queer or what? If he wants to waste his money, that's his problem. But for me, I don't see the point to, to create something. Like if there is no life on earth, like why do you spend a lot of money to create something to buy food? For me, when it's over, it's over. There is no point to, to build anything. Just accept that you will die and that's all. <laughs> Maybe that sounds pessimistic, but this is what I think. Yeah, but still, he kind of prepared himself to suffer more, maybe? Like, yeah, you just postpone your death. <laughs> but for me, I don't get the point. Like, if there is nothing to do except being in a bunker, like 10 meters square, something like this, like it's very little and you will stay there until you have no food. And what's the point if you can't even live? Just for me, I would be so bored, like in just several days in very small place. Personally, I don't see the point, but... If you want to postpone your death, just... Okay, it's your problem. It's not what I think at all. What about you, Natalia? What do you think? Well, I actually take it as a play, you know, maybe as a children's game or as some other kind of entertainment for yourself. If you want to live in a bunker, if you want to entertain yourself in a bunker, why not? That's fun. You say how? that it's a game, but how you can win this game? Oh, it's not a competition. It's a oh, game, yeah, it's not. <laughs> like children's game. Children always shape some kind of huts, bunkers, whatever. So you can hide there, you can do whatever you want. But I think it's a game when it's not real life, no? When it's real life, it has, it's different, no? I mean, it's cool to have a bunker uh, underground. I mean, from the videos maybe that I see in on Instagram, like some people have like a secret hideout in their house and it's so cool because it could be like a play place like for video games and uh, I don't know, maybe they have like a, a whole pool table and other stuff to maybe also a cinema. But it's just, you know, like uh, fun. It's not necessary, but it's fun. For me, it's fun. When I see it, uh, it makes me smile because it's uh, kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, there is a fact, though, which is not about fun, but about money, because unlike you, you are so hopeless with your, like, we shall not continue lives, uh, we shall not try even. <laughs> a lot of people want still to try and continue their lives in case of doomsday or whatever happens. That is why during the pandemic again, the sales director of one of the UK prep shops told the audience that their sales have gone by 487% only in the three months period. That's, I mean, four, almost five times high. People were really prepping. Yeah, because everyone don't care about his life until he faces death. So, I think it's the opposite. They cared about their lives. That is why they were investing money. No, no, I'm not speaking about like, you know, some people also say like uh, they don't care about their life and they don't mind to, to die. What I'm saying is that sometimes those people are just like they don't care about their own lives until they face death. Then they try to, you know, survive. So, yeah, this was like uh, a free merchandise from uh, coronavirus. This business at least profit from this. Did they uh, build uh, bunkers also? 
No, that was a prep shop. They were selling anything which people who were preparing for the last days and so on. Ah, okay. Like dehydrated um, food, a okay. lot of stuff. Food, equipment, maybe uh, masks as well. Well, anyways, now we have already started to talk about Doomsday, but we've never mentioned what it is. Hudaifa, can you enlighten us, please? Oh my God, the word enlighten. <laughs> enlighten in such a, like a doomed atmosphere. Oh my God, okay. <laughs> Let the light come to our dark topic. Okay, so according to Cambridge Dictionary, doomsday is the end of the world. And the word doomsday also has like many other synonyms like uh, apocalypse. Uh, there is different uh, words that almost mean the same thing. So this could also mean like the time when something very bad happened or will happen. Maybe some people uh, suggest like uh, a nuclear war or something. So this is could be like for some like a doomsday. For some, it's just, you know, zombie coming out from the ground. It depends because <laughs> this concept was used a lot uh, by, you know, Hollywood and other, like, uh, filmmakers. So it also, like, have this uh, influence on people. But also, like, we can speak about uh, in a religious way because uh, for us, like Muslims, doomsday refer to the day of uh, resurrection and it will be the time when all of humankind will be brought back to their original physical form because for our belief is like, even when you die, we are speaking like in the afterlife because when everyone dies, they will be brought back to their physical form to be judged by God. What is my original physical form? Like uh, what I see now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, uh, <laughs> Am I dead? Because, uh, because when you die, you are just bones. Even if like... So, so what's the difference? <laughs> yeah, I'm just, just bones now. Yeah, but uh, you still have flesh and... Uh, so this oh, okay. is what I mean. Like physical. A skeleton. Not just the skeleton, but also like now you are alive. You, I see flesh, I see skin, I see everything. Yeah. So this is like your physical form. For example, people say that those kind of people who burn the corpse and they are just now dust. In our belief, even those people who turn to dust will be returned to their physical form. Okay. So this is the meaning. And there will be a time on earth when everything that God created will cease. This is what I mean. Like everything, trees, uh, birds. Everything will go to extent or to, to cease from existence, even planets and other things. So this is uh, like very last day of Earth or what we call doomsday. All right. Well, I can comment from me as being less religious, but also from other people who are not only less religious, but also highly cautious. They believe that a disaster of any kind can strike in any moment and that will cause scarcity and panic and social breakdowns, and the authorities might invoke emergency powers and impose police curfews, at least for the beginning. Well, I mean, it still does remind me the beginning of the pandemic, the COVID-19 pandemic, but I think that preppers were actually more ready for it than anyone else, than more nonchalant individuals. In every scenario, it's like... Uh the earth will cease to exist either by like a great big comet that will hit the earth and you know like make us extend go extend like the dinosaurs or just if you are more optimistic and uh, you don't think uh, 
from a religious way, you will also see that from the scientific perspective, our galaxy is going forward or it will clash with another galaxy at some point. And that will create a new galaxy, but it's still like everything will be a mess. Still like um, our survival is really uh, measured. Like, for example, the distance between our Earth and the sun and how much, uh, you know, for example, how Earth you know, absorb the energy of the sun to keep uh, the whole Earth warm and stuff. Because if not, you can... I don't know, imagine uh, other planets that are far from the sun and they are, like, frozen. So, if this happened, like, the the clash of galaxies, I mean, this will be probably the end from one perspective, from a scientific perspective, of course. Yeah, because we are talking science here. We speak about everything. Everything has to do with, the, you know, the end of Earth. And clash of galaxies. Clash of galaxies. I like. Sounds I, fancy. It sounds nice. It sounds like a video game for them. Yeah, truly, <laughs> I want to see this movie. I I don't even know what it is, but just it sounds so well. Yeah, it's just uh, from a documentary, like when they were speaking about uh, galaxies and stuff. And I, I I was watching it, and you know they say this. This is why I said like from a scientific point of view. I mean, the question is, when it's going to happen? I don't think it's going to happen no in the knows. next 50 years. No one knows when it's going to happen. So that's that's a mystery. <laughs> so scientists say that it's not supposed to come before 4 billion years. So I, I'm not worried about it at all. I'm not, I'm not sure that it will come one day, but in 4 billion years, I will not yeah. be there. So Yeah, I will be dead anyway, so. Just something I'm wondering is, I know that Doomsday will probably come one day, but I don't know how. If it will be because there is too much water, so everyone will be drowned, or the Earth will be in fire, or we will receive a comet or something like this. This is what worries me the most, I think. I mean, no one knows how this will f finish, like, but still, uh, it depends on different people, because if you Christian or at least religious person who believes in something believes in god and in doomsday like in in a different way or just uh, a normal person who believes that you know a disaster will happen and will end the the earth so probably this is uh, comes from the religion itself because uh, people's uh, imaginations and beliefs and thoughts are influenced by many things could be movies could be could be religious uh, texts that have been been told and in the culture of people. So, for example, there is this doomsday from different uh, religions, and every religion uh, says something about it. So, so for us, Thomas, um, in the first place, we would like to stress that, like for Muslims, a Muslim should uh, make his first priority to be prepared for uh, the day of judgment and. For example, like in the history like of uh, Islam, when the Prophet was uh, still uh, alive, a man came uh, to, to him and asked your same question, what is the exact date of the Day of Judgment? And the Prophet answered simply like, what have you prepared for it? Did you prepare anything for this day? Because it says like in the Quran that this day will come. So. A normal person will come to the prophet and ask when this day so that I can prepare for it. But the question is, did you prepare anything now? 
So this was like his answer to to this uh, man's uh, question. And this is like a, a kind of indirect positive answers from the Prophet because it's direct in our religion every Muslim to concern himself before anything else with performing good deeds and acts of worship so as to be safe on, on that day because the point here is to prepare yourself for it even if you don't know it's coming um, not it's coming but it the exact date because it's one of the things that is not revealed. It will happen, but you should prepare yourself for it. And we're not going to give you an exact uh, you know, date or moment. But how do you know that this moment has come? That the earth, like the final days of the earth are there? How do you understand? What are the signs? How do you know that it is there and you yeah. should be ready now? So as we know, like the, the Muslim, when they start to realize, or at least like when they grew up, and become um, people who whose deeds are uh, kind of counted. For example, if someone is like plus 18, their deeds are like, uh, if they do something bad, they go to a prison or something. So this is the kind of uh, counted when someone uh, grows up. So for these signs, there is like five big signs for us uh, in the, the Quran. And one of them, or the first, is the emergence of the Dajjal or the Antichrist. And in other stories, uh, they have like a false Christ. So this false Christ refer to a man who is uh, an imposter and who will appear during the last days claiming lordship and pretend to be the Christ and make people worship him. Can you tell me what is the Antichrist? I heard already this name, but I can't remember. It's a person that it's not the devil, but it's, it does something to make the people go after him. Even that's what he's doing is wrong. Because, for example, they are starting to worship the wrong God. And this guy is like pretending to be the God. Imposter, basically. Imposter, yeah. Okay. The second sign is the descent of Jesus or the son of Mary. Because in Islam, we believe that Jesus wasn't crucified and didn't die but he uh, ascend to, to the heavens and will come back to kill the Antichrist. <laughs> okay. A battle. Yeah, kind of. And there is also the emergence of Juj and Majuj. I don't know if this is uh, also present in um, Christianity, but in Judaism it's a presence. And these guys are some people who will start to destroy earth because they will kind of rage a war against humanity and stuff. As a humans? Yeah, kind of humans, because from what I learned is that they are like, will dig uh, their way out of the ground. Dig out, not dig in. So they will come out from Earth. Are they dead humans? Zombies? Not zombies. <laughs> it sounds like this, but they are not zombies, but they were like, uh, I don't know, a different kind of people who are, like, born to to this moment. To start a war? To start a war, yeah. Any politician? Not any politicians, because they have, like, um, things that uh, differentiate them from other people. Because there are two nations from the tribe of Adam that are currently in existence. This is what is believed. And based upon the evidence from the Quran and the, the Sunnah, their emergence, which is one of uh, the signs of the Day of Judgment, has not occurred before in the past. So this is like a unique thing that only will happen like uh, before the Judgment Day. 
because uh, there is like these kind of signs that I said like five. They are like a big signs. You know, it's happening. This is answers the question of uh, of Thomas. Like for us, it's really happening, and also like uh, there is another one. There is like a um, dimension of emergence of a beast, but for me, I don't know much uh, about this because uh, you know I didn't search a lot about this because they say a beast, but the description of this beast is something that I don't know. Maybe it's there, maybe it's not. And the last uh, sign is the emergence of the sun from the west. You know that sun rises from usually a, a normal place that you usually see. Like, you know, that's uh, the sunrise comes from, let's say, north or something. And then the sun in this day comes from the west. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like the different position. Like you wake up in the morning and all is reversed. And you understand that it's the about to be the end of the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why are you laughing? No, sorry, but just I imagine me waking up and the sunrise from the opposite side. I'm like, okay, something's wrong today. <laughs> sorry if it's what you believe, but just imagine it. It's yeah, maybe if it happens, uh, and you ah, Dave said this. <laughs> maybe you will say it. Yeah, this is one of the uh, the big signs. It's not possible. Yeah, for you. Like, if I believe in science, it's not possible. But as well, like, what happens if I just skip that time when the sun is rising, as I normally do because I sleep, and then I don't notice it, and the sun is high up, it's normal? It depends. I don't know. Maybe when do you wake up, like, at four in the evening? No, it's nine, let's say. Nine. So nine is like the sun should be like this side. It's not like in the middle of the, the sky, not midday. Yeah, yeah. It's before midday. So you know something is wrong because it's uh, coming out from the other side. And the angle is different because you usually see it maybe from your left. Let's say at your 10. If you imagine the imaginary clock, let's say you see it on your 10, which is in your left, upper left. But now you see it on your two, which is like, you know, usually the sun is going down, not uh, coming up from that side. It shouldn't be coming up from that side. So, you know, something is wrong. I mean, like, you cannot notice something like this. You cannot ignore it. I can, but yeah, I think a lot of physics or Yeah, maybe a cloudy day. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll we know. know. Yeah. This is like one of the things that you wouldn't know until you see it. I mean, you can imagine whatever you like. I also like when I heard about this and I was like reading about it sometimes and trying also to imagine how these kind of things will happen. But you will face many questions. And that's when we should look up for them. But sometimes you look and forget. Sometimes you don't look up. So... So I like your questions because uh, it also makes me wonder and I want to to see what uh, other researchers are saying about this. So it's really interesting. But basically, it sounds like there will be several bad people coming and a beast together. Not, and then not a several, but like maybe a whole army of people. Oh, okay. But there were two names, so they were starting to destroy the planet and then there was an Antichrist, it's a third name, and a beast. Like 
five signs. Do you not notice、uh, a big war that is happening in Earth? <laughs> well, I do, I do, but I'm just trying to interpret it in more <laughs> neutral way. I see that Thomas is like very thinking about it and trying to imagine things. What is in your mind, bro? I just say problem with religions. I have really trouble to understand and to read what it says. Yeah, that's why I'm really confused, like about the the sun rises on the opposite side and stuff. I mean, from a from a scientific perspective, this could also happen if the Earth reversed its、uh, its way of turning <laughs> suddenly. <laughs> no, suddenly. of course there will be a doomsday in this case. I totally agree. <laughs> Not suddenly, but one of the cases. I also like science, so I like、uh, these kind of scenarios because. If you lose the moon, the Earth will not turn the same way. It could like flip the sides. Also, if we have an asteroid which kills the moon, then the Earth stops. From the scientific perspective, I also know that、uh, the moon is going a bit further from Earth every, I think, year. But I don't know the measurements. It's three、uh, centimeters per year. Yeah, something like this. Not that much. Yeah, not that much. But maybe something happens and it goes further. You don't know. Maybe an asteroid. Hits from the back and gives it a push. You never know because this is just probabilities. I'm just also like、um, trying to imagine how this could happen, also in a scientific way. Yeah, I, I do believe in these things. Yeah, but also like it's interesting for me to imagine how this could happen, like in a scientific way. Okay, I will as well ask Thomas because. Maybe while you were asking the question,、uh, like what's gonna happen, you were also thinking what's gonna happen. What do you think is gonna happen in case of a doomsday scenario? Like, is it gonna be an earthquake, a tsunami, or zombie apocalypse, or whatnot? Yeah, maybe like the movie Twenty Twelve. You remember that movie? Oh, oh my、yeah. god! <laughs> For me, I have few few guesses. I would say. The first is that the temperature is just too hot. After a while, like you will wake up in the morning and it will be fifty degrees. So I think like nothing will can grow again. That like people will suffer from the temperature because it will be seventy degrees in the afternoon. So you will can't live. But otherwise, I thought maybe like、uh, just a random comet will bang the Earth and like all will explode. And I think that's all. So I think yeah, just like one huge rock of maybe fifteen kilometers、uh, will just hit the planet, and I think that's all. So it will be quick and fast, and there will be like. Believe me, it's not quick and fast <laughs> because it needs time to like cover the whole Earth with like、uh, clouds of dark.、Uh, I don't know, like burnt stuff. You will suffocate from this、uh, ashes and stuff, like、uh, what. The scientists said about the death of of the dinosaurs because, as from the things that I saw, like documentaries and stuff, not、uh, all the dinosaurs were like in one place and they just hit it and that's all because the Earth was covered with、uh, clouds of、uh, yeah bur- burned、uh, or ashes and it just covered the sun and every every other plants and stuff died. So, if plants die, the dinosaurs that ate those kind of、uh, plants and stuff dies. So the predators also die because of not finding food. So this is like it breaks the whole、uh, ecosystem. 
So this could also happen uh, for this kind of uh, perspective. I don't know. For me, I've seen that way much quicker. Like it's just a big thing going her. So there will be a lot of earthquake. Then there will be some tsunamis. Then uh, I don't know. It will kill like so much stuff. Like every building, in, not every single building, but like a lot of building in the world will just fall. As you mentioned that the cloud will be too dark. I think at one moment the cloud will get darker and the light of sun can't penetrate these clouds. And I think, yeah, nothing will grow and just in one week. No, maybe not one week because we have food in reserve, I think. But that's all that will maintain us alive. But I think after the food is over... We will start uh, cannibalism. I don't know. I don't want to know, <laughs> truly. <laughs> yeah, that would be like very difficult because people were not going to accept uh, just like to die and uh, kill each other because this will create chaos and chaos creates... Uh, a lot of things. Yeah, but let's not talk about people. Let's talk about ourselves. Like, yes. Do you really believe in it that some comet or some asteroid is going to land and it's going to destroy the planet and so on? I think it's one of the probability for me. This is my guess, but what I would like is just some random alien come and control the world. That would be, I think, the funniest way to die. But yeah, I believe more that in uh, comets or climate change in billion years. What do you think? In billion years, like, we are suffering from climate change now, not just in yeah, billion years. Yeah, but I've seen that in, like, scientifically, in four billion years, something like this, the atmosphere will not be breathable, so we will just die from it if there is any life on Earth. But I think we'll die, like, soon. Okay, not that soon, but, like, before anything else, and there will be only few plants in maybe two billion or three billion years, and they will die yeah. plants per uh, plant. Believe me, I don't believe that much in science because it's uh, changeable. Nothing is absolute say, in science, and, yeah, the things that we think that will not survive probably will survive except for humans. Maybe because... If you see that uh, some bacteria, some other things that could survive, like nuclear, maybe a nuclear explosion happening in some, some places and still life is there. This scenario could happen, but maybe some things will still be alive. Things on, maybe on the deep ocean, things like bacteria that could survive if they adapt. Okay, Even. but wh why are we talking about bacteria? It's doomsdays for our people. It's not about bacteria. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. speaking about this uh, his scenario. <laughs> because you know that moles can survive in space. <laughs> moles? How, how do they get into space? From the rocket ships. That goes, <laughs> to go, that goes to the... Okay. Because, because I saw that uh, in a documentary that... Moles like were found on like the um, I don't know the name of that spaceship uh, that is like for research and stuff. ISS. Is, I think yeah, yeah. So you know the rockets that comes with the supplies for these things. Is the moles is the things that you find like in rooms when it's like kind of uh, humidity and things. Mold. Mold. And a mole is a blind animal. Uh, if you have humidity in your room and it becomes black, Molus. black. Mold. Mold. Ah, it's kind of bacteria, but yeah, okay. Ah, okay, I wasn't... So these uh, things can, these molds can survive like even without air. So if this could uh, survive, maybe other things could survive. 
I do believe in life of mold. I don't believe so much in people, in their ability to survive as well. So for me, I think what can cause doomsday or provoke it is actually something which you mentioned before. It's a nuclear reaction or some kind of nuclear bomb. We are very much at risk right now. And yes. Or maybe a biological weapon. Okay, sure. That will create zombies like umbrella. It does the, exist, but I <laughs> don't believe that people are going to start using it nowadays. Like, no, it's not that simple. Nuclear bomb is much simpler. You have already quite an interesting geyser, let's say a beast, who wants to attack. Uh, so I think it's possible. Do you think that the president of the US or North Korea will one day wake up and just decide to bomb the world? You think so? I mean, it's not uh, the rockets will not just one country could bomb the world. Yeah. One will, you know, provoke other and the other bombs the other. So it will. This is how usually like the scenario of the nuclear war is like one country starts the attack with the nuclear weapons or nuclear warheads and the other country fight back but or bombs back. I don't know if you know, but actually we have the power to destruct the hearse like 30 times the hearse just with one bomb. Like scientifically, we can create something that with just one tap, it can destroy it like every single like, stuff. Like uh, you say, like uh, a nuclear cloud. I don't know how it's called, but I know that they can create bomb that can just destroy everything. Create. I don't think they did it yet for obvious reasons, but uh, technically they are able to do that. And okay. that's very terrifying, I think. Yeah, probably with the, like, I don't know what they call it, but the mashing of the atoms. Like, so for example, uh, they try to use like the, the collider, you know, that thing that is localized between Switzerland and France. So... Theoretic, do you think it could be created because it's it's really difficult? Otherwise, they would have already done it uh, for energy because it's uh, create more energy than the n normal nuclear's uh, stations that create uh, electricity. Because to break the atom of I don't know uranium or something, it creates energy, but still, it's not as powerful as to mash two atoms together because that creates more energy. So maybe it's really difficult. You are saying that as if it's a very far away opportunity. But right now Russia is threatening like to drop a bomb onto Ukraine. And yeah, that's been going on for several like weeks. And it can happen. Yeah. And uh, also another scenario is that uh, one of the nuclear uh, stations in Ukraine. Yeah. Uh, you know about it, I think. Yeah, they're pretty close to us. Yeah, so that one is like dangerous for also the EU because it can create like a very <laughs> climatic bad consequences if this thing explodes. I mean, any of the scenarios because <laughs> for us Ukraine is kind of close, but it's bad overall. And yeah. that is why I was thinking, okay, I was not really prepping myself to die, but maybe I should start, or maybe I should buy some pills in the pharmacy and start taking that for the, the radiation. Oh, a lot of things. This program is like giving us chills. <laughs> okay, so we've been talking about like many, many scenarios. And oof, guys, listeners, you need to prepare maybe. <laughs> 
Yeah, just, just live your life. Now, Thomas, you remembered about the war going on. Do you still keep the same opinion? Are you ready for the consequences? I'm not that optimistic, but on this one, I believe that about nuclear bomb, I think they are smart enough to understand that it's not possible to do that. Yeah, one of the characteristics of humankind is not being smart. <laughs> <laughs> We and it's it. very easy and very possible to do that. I prefer to believe that it will not gonna happen and we, we will find other ways to kill each other, but not this because... <laughs> so you don't want to die from radiation? No, because I think it's a slow and terrible death. Like if That's why I prefer the comet way, just something extremely big go on Earth, you die instantly and that's all. So. Good. <laughs> yeah, imagine you, you're burned to death. <laughs> But it's fast. You don't notice that. No, that's not, no, that's not fast. I think it's terrible. It's the same like drowning. You can think it's very easy and fast, but like during one or two minutes, you're just suffering. I think it's terrible. I mean, drowning, I think, is faster than being burned to death. Uh, no requests for the death ways, please. <laughs> Here, and let's go back... Because we are discussing how we can die, which is interesting, of course. But the question is how we can prep. And do we believe that we personally should prep for any kind of scenario, negative scenario? And, well, I find it interesting that our governments actually tell us to prep for any emergency situations. Well, I know it's only from two countries, which is the US and Sweden, and they both recommend almost same stuff. They recommend to be prepared for the two weeks of life without like food or electricity and so on. Basically, they say that you should always have at home first aid supplies, batteries, medical masks, hand-powered radio, and two, at least two weeks supply of food. So that's both for Sweden and the US. I'm not sure about my own country. Well, I don't care, I guess. And have you heard any real life advice what to do? Because with the religious accent, like I understand that, yes, you're maybe mentally prepared for that because it's gonna come someday. But is there anything you should do except for like paying good deeds and so on? Except of that, uh, I don't think you could do anything about it mm. because you cannot do anything to prevent it or like it's it doesn't say that uh, a disaster like a nuclear disaster will happen or uh, like um, a disaster of any kind that needs th that kind of uh, preparation for it so usually it's just saying that keep yourself into like the right as much as possible as like to do good deeds and not to do bad things and uh, to be always uh, good and faithful and these things not uh, to prepare for being without electricity for one month or something or have a, a food supply or, or anything of that kind so from that side uh, i don't care it could happen but uh, still there is always solutions but for things that you cannot control or there is no solution for that you need to prepare mentally and uh, also like uh, to be as faithful as you can because you, you cannot start to be like faithful and believe in one day for example the signs that i mentioned when uh, like the sun rises from the west no return so if you are an unbeliever even if you see it and you try to believe it's too late so That's one of the uh, things that uh, this uh, kind of signs and this kind of saying that doomsday is there and it's coming. So 
probably you need to be prepared from now, not just, you know, like when you see the signs. Interesting. It still reminds me of a movie that I was watching, quite a popular one, Don't Look Up. Have any one of you watched it? To be honest, I heard the, the title, but I don't have any idea about it. Uh, truly, I heard about it. I've seen that it's on Netflix now, and I've seen it's uh, with Leonardo DiCaprio, but I don't know more. Can you tell us more, maybe? Maybe, yes. Some spoilers coming, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to mention the beginning, but I'm not going to talk about the end of the movie. So, little bit of spoilers, but not too many. Um, Actually, I'm okay with spoilers. Uh, if it's good, I will still go for it. I hate spoiling it for people, so I'm not going to do it. As you wish. Thank you. So it's a movie from quite recent. It was aired in 2021. And that's an American apocalyptic political satire black comedy film written, produced and directed by Adam McKay. It starred a lot of celebrities such as Meryl Streep, Timothy Chalamet, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Rob Morgan as well, and so on. Actually, it was a record on Netflix a record for the most viewing hours in single week when it was aired and as well it stayed second most watched movie within 28 days of release. So the plot was that one Michigan State University astronomy PhD candidate, a woman called Kate DeBiaski, discovered a previously unknown comet and her boss, Professor Randall Mindy, confirms that this comet is going to collide with the Earth in about six months, and there is a very high chance that it will destroy the Earth. Then they go to NASA, and NASA confirms their findings. And the coordinator of NASA accompanies Dibiaski and Mindy to present their findings to the White House, and basically to let the president know that, well, people are probably not going to live forever. And at the White House, they receive very strange reception because the president is not interested at all in the information about the comet, and so is her son. Then they go on TV, but there, this PhD candidate, Dibiaski, has a breakdown, and she loses the trust of the audience. Then the world, well, they've heard about this comet from the TV, but given the breakdown, they are not sure about that, and half of world thinks that the comet is a threat, and the other half thinks that it's just a commercial or some stupid announcement, and they don't care. I'm gonna skip the ending, but I'm just gonna tell that it ends in a very curious way. It's not very optimistic. But it reminds me of what can happen to the Earth, but I'm not going to say more. Also, public opinion is divided, but people who were watching the movie were simply saying that it's very satirical. And the scientists actually told that, well, yeah, that might happen, uh, that we receive the same reaction from like politicians and society when there is a real comet. The whole movie is the allegory for the climate change, which we are facing now. Like, I don't know whether I should recommend it or not. I think it's pretty fun to watch it. Like, it's not serious at all. It raises a lot of serious questions, but it's still like an apocalyptic movie, which is fun in a way. Yeah, my question before I started all of this explanation was actually, well, let's suggest that you know now that in six months, the Earth is going to be hit by some comet or asteroid. What are you going to do about that? Okay, it's very different. That's what I think because I thought when you say the last days of Earth, I thought it was just a few days. But if it's six months, it's changed a lot. If you have six months or one day. You will spend all your savings 
and uh, have fun. Uh, If I had savings, yes, but I don't have so. <laughs> a lot of computer games? No, I don't think I would play. I think I would party like uh, 24-7 and just rest when I need to. Maybe see the, the families. They, them, I, I love them really much, for sure. Family and friends. And also something, it can sound weird, but I would like to kill someone, but not anyone that someone's deserves to die because we already had the podcast with the same person about this sentence. And for me, for example, some terrorist needs to die. Like, for example, the one who killed more than 100 person in France. If I can't get condemned for this, like, I think I, I would like to, to just to kill him, to know how it feels just to kill someone. But I don't want it daily, just <laughs> if I have only a few days to live, like, it would be something I would like to do. Sounds like a new scenario for Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> They give you, like, weapons and you become the new Iron Man. Go to bad places. Yeah, yeah, but think about six months because if it's six months and you're gonna kill the person within the first week, I'm afraid that you're gonna end your life in prison. No, no, but I want to do that like in the last few days. I prepare all the plan in maybe five months and then I do it. <laughs> but it's not like a must I want to do. Just if I have the opportunity for sure, I would love to do it. To be honest, it's um, it's kind of pointless because uh, of the guy will be dead anyway. And so yeah, but you, so are you. If he has to be dead, so why not by me? Just <laughs> yeah, okay. it's just expression about what uh, would you do? Like yeah, same like from perspective, spending some time with family and stuff, show the love, and maybe that's all. Go. Maybe I think if I had money, I will travel in the world, but I don't have savings. But if I had, I think I would visit as much place as possible. Yeah, probably the, the flight will be free now because <laughs> it's uh, the end of the world uh, in six months. Probably people will be like uh, traveling and uh, maybe the flight will be cheaper. And uh, they will be like, oh, let's destroy the planet because yeah. it's already going to go for, for all. We don't need like uh, the things for uh, climate change and things. So let's use all the oil. Let's use everything. You will find oil or like gasoline with, I don't know, one cent because or maybe the greedy companies will just keep the price uh, and hope uh, they don't die. Because <laughs> <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I mean, from what you watch in the movies, like these guys with uh, big money, they always like try to find a way to s escape death. Like, for example, in the 2012 uh, movie. You see, like, those guys already purchased, uh, you know, tickets for those kind of trains that are in the in the mountains in Everest or I don't remember where exactly. Maybe it was, I think, in China. Anyways, I don't remember exactly the, the things, but those guys with, like, a billion dollars and million of dollars and, you know, got, like, just a message in their phone to tell them that uh, the world end is coming, so bye now. Or at least, like, uh, what you have bought, like, now it, it goes to, to work. So they grabbed, uh, I don't know, maybe their family, their kids and stuff, and uh, went to China to ride one of these, like, uh, trains for water. Because at that point, uh, there was, like, a tsunami, like, a very big tsunami. So usually, like, this is what uh, they taught us in movies. Guys with power and money probably always try to strive to be alive and you know the normal people will just have to face death what do you think natalia what will be your plan for the last six days on earth six days i limited my time now yeah uh, it will go fast yeah six months sorry six months i think i would try something new maybe i would learn some new skill maybe i would 
Become like Thomas, some... like Iron Woman. <laughs> Become <laughs> like what? Become like Thomas, Iron Woman, and try to kill me. <laughs> Iron <laughs> Woman. Oh, okay. <laughs> and no, become, no, uh, not in my that's... plans to kill people or anyone else. That's It's never too late for that. <laughs> Let's not encourage that, please, on the radio. Yeah, there are a lot of psychopaths even without us, so it's okay. But you say that you want to learn some new stuff, but you didn't precise. Do you have an idea? Like, do you want to improve to your knowledge in science? In I don't know what to learn how to use a sniper rifle. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, no, I really don't approve of this military stuff and any kind of violence. So, no, thank you. It's a new skill. Just, <laughs> just add it to the list. <laughs> add it to your list, please, and then think about the good deeds that you can accomplish. But my list is free of violence. Now I'm gonna maybe learn one more time how to, I don't know, ride a horse or how to cook some interesting meal or, I don't know, maybe I'll try to learn some language. Because it's six months, it's very easy to see your progress. Maybe you can talk to people within six months, maybe you cannot, who knows. Yeah, but like nothing really special. My question is, why do you want to wait to have six months to live to ride a horse? I mean, you can do it right now, no? Uh, right now? Well, no, I don't have money for that. It's not that expensive, I think. I mean, I don't know in Hungary, How much but do we earn? <laughs> <laughs> well, but, oh yeah, that's true. But I don't know how much it costs there, but I think it's... It's 5,000 per 15 minutes. So no, I don't have money for that right now. If I know I'm not alive anymore, maybe... I would invest into that, but not right now. But yes, I told like loan it one more time because I already was learning that before. Just any new skill, basically. Why? Because I still would want it to have some goal, not to just waste my time, but to enjoy it, to, I don't know, learn. That's most fun, which I can take from life, I guess. But I don't understand why during six months, like you don't want to have fun for six months straight. Like party hot. No, there is also ways to have fun. This is my way to have fun, but I know there are some others. Yeah, learning is my way to have fun. Oh, do you, okay. do you, would you like to try the, you know, the, the machine that looks like a dolphin? No. In the sea. The machine that looks like a dolphin. And you yeah, ride it. First, but yeah, and you ride it in the ocean or something. It's <laughs> like really interesting. I uh, Just, you know, maybe you want to add it to your list. <laughs> I mean, it can be a real dolphin, but not real dolphin. Well, why no. do I need to ride a machine which looks like a dolphin? To get the feeling of like being free in the ocean and being fast. Like With a, a machine which looks like a dolphin, no. Yep. <laughs> Doesn't look like my ideal. Yeah. Like you are thinking it, and just I think that could that could cool. be nice. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, cool, this the word. Just yeah. to be next to the ocean, maybe. Yeah, but I imagine like the world turning to the Grand Theft Auto scenario. <laughs> Everyone is doing whatever they want, and the, there will be like a yeah. lot of mess, exactly chaos. And uh, I don't think we will have this uh, luxury or this uh, safety to do everything that we want to to do. So yeah, know. but same about traveling. You told that you would like to travel, but who knows where you will travel with a pilot who doesn't want to work anymore. Uh, and they will be doing flips with... Uh, and they will be partying hard as well. So <laughs> good luck <laughs> traveling. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that would be like the, the worst case scenario, maybe. 
It exists, but even I think if I go in another country, there is also the end of the world in other countries. So maybe they don't have nothing except the landscapes. Yeah, that's also possible. I didn't think about that. But yeah, if I travel to like for nothing because there no one is working, there is nothing to eat and stuff. I'm not sure that is worth it. And maybe you will try to get your ticket uh, from like SpaceX to survive <laughs> and uh, flee from the planet. Probably this is one of the scenarios. Maybe if they you know, have um, those kind of places in March as uh, they are planning to do, so maybe. But then we should train because you cannot get into space without training. I'm not speaking about us broke Why people. Why not? Because we are broke. <laughs> <laughs> because we are broke. And probably it's uh, just tickets uh, that cost like millions and millions of dollars. You can maybe seduce gold? someone. Mm? You can seduce someone. Seduce? Um, I don't think so. I don't think <laughs> it, that, w that will work. <laughs> A very rich uh, sugar mommy, maybe. <laughs> but e even if you go to space, for me, it's the same problem. Like if you stay in a bunker, you stay in a bunker, but in the space. So there's still nothing to do except just watching like the darkness forever. <laughs> Not all. the darkness, because if you go to March, uh, you will see the sun. But from a different, <laughs> different <laughs> perspective, and you will still be alive. <laughs> yeah, cool. Alive to watch the sun the whole day. I think better die for me. I don't know. Like, maybe for one week it's cool, but uh, after that you get bored. Uh, I mean, it would be my problem. And maybe you can have, like, parties in March. You, d you don't know. Yeah, you can't breathe the air, but why not? Okay, I think we all understand that it's going to be fun. I don't know about fun, but... Yeah, it doesn't sound like that, exactly. But anyways, would you be interested to go to the Prepscom? Because preppers, like other people who have very great big ideas which they believe in, They also have their conferences and comic cons and so on and expositions. So can you imagine yourself visiting such an expo show? Like uh, at the end of the world? No, no. They exist now. Why do you need to wait for the end I, of the world? I mean, like, uh, I don't need that. Yeah. So I don't expect myself to be part of or participating in any of them. Actually, personally, if I go, it's just to take a chair and try to understand why they do that, but I think I will lose more than anything, or maybe my opinion can change, but I doubt about it. But just yet to have fun to, to listen to them and maybe try to understand. I don't think I will go by pleasure to, to go there. Would you go? I would maybe go out of curiosity to understand what people imagine, what can save them from dying or from, yeah. Maybe capsules. Maybe. I expect that there will be a lot of biofoods. There may be a lot of different costumes or suits, life-saving jackets. I don't know. Or even workshops to teach you how to survive and how to plant your own food. Oh, yeah. Instructions how to fight aliens. Fight aliens. Oh, my God. But what kind of aliens? Yeah, it's hard to fight against someone that you don't even know what it's looked like. But maybe they know. Because there are people who've been preppers like forever, at least for the duration of their whole life. And in the US, there are a lot of preppers, but I don't think it's only in the US. It's just I don't have any friends like that who would be saving up products and preparing. But I'm sure there are a lot of people and even among scientists. Yeah, it could be true, but um, like one in 50 people. Maybe that's still a lot. Uh, let's increase the number, maybe one in every 1,000 person, because like you, I, I don't know any person who would be 
doing this, like uh, prepare himself for survivalist. Yeah, uh, for me it exists only in US. Like no one really does that because, yeah, because I don't know anyone who does that. Because they believe in aliens and Area 51. I think the problem. Sorry, is they, guys, but uh, that's true. <laughs> the problem is they also they believe in flat Earth. Maybe that's why they are survivalist. I don't know. Uh, it depends. Uh, maybe just people from you know, because everyone thinks uh, in a different way. But I mean, we have this idea about like uh, in the U.S. Probably there are people who believe a lot in aliens and stuff, and someday they will just come and uh, do an invasion or something. But maybe this is just you know a stereotype. People just maybe this is just an image by the internet, because I think uh, this is uh, my image on the on the USA. Like people preparing for I don't know zombie apocalypse. Maybe alien invasions with, uh, I don't know, weapons. <laughs> yeah, or as well, a pandemic, another one. Sorry for reminding you, but yes, I think now a lot of people are more and more convinced that they should have these extra masks or food at home just extra in case masks, something hits. Yes, but I mean, the idea of like uh, going to a supermarket and buying lots of things and leave other people without those things is not really a good idea. But no, the idea is different. It's actually the opposite of yours. Because if you start prepping now and you buy, I don't know, one ketchup, one extra yogurt, or not yogurt, but beans, something else which is canned, there won't be any shortage of product in the supermarket. But if all the people are going to do that on the same day when, I don't know, pandemic hits, then of course you're going to hit the shortage of products. Is this what happened in Russia and in Morocco? That people went like suddenly in the supermarket and just destroy everything and not destroy, but uh, they bought extra. But after a couple of days, they people chilled, like because that was like an instant uh, chaos or freak out. Because uh, my family didn't do that. I was like just uh, buy things that we need it now, not to have extra things because we were like ah. Oh, Yes, the pandemic is coming, so we need to stay home. So the things will still be in the supermarkets and stuff because those are like vital things and will not close. But the other people just ran out to supermarkets and stuff and bought like what they think that probably will run out from the market and bought a lot of it, which wasn't uh, like a very good idea. I don't know why people thought. About you can say that it's stupid idea. It's not about. It's, yeah, 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 it's a stupid idea. But this is uh, one of the problems that the media creates because yeah, okay. they kind of give you this uh, bad vibes and people just freak out and it's not controlled. Well, and people create it, not the media creates it. Media, yeah, media. Also media. Media? Yes, of Just course. gives you the information, uh, but it's please. you who go to a market and uh, you please, buy all the... come on. Uh, like me seeing the numbers of uh, how many people died every now and then, every hour, that was like too much. I didn't, how is like, it connected with what you are buying? It's not connected. No, but that affects your uh, psychology. That affects and that your is psychology why you go to, the, you to a supermarket to, and buy products. Not me, but other people. Because Everyone people are dying. Even, I mean, no, like, it's they, very distorted. No. But it's not from this perspective, but I mean, like, when people, like, fear death, they start doing, like, uh, things like... They buy um, a lot of toilet paper. Yeah, not, uh, I've seen that. That is so stupid. In France, it's happened, like, a lot. They went to, to buy, like, only pasta, flour, and toilet paper. So 
there were like basic ingredients you couldn't find in supermarket be- just because of some stupid people that think they needed to to survive just survive was... by pasta. <laughs> no, by your um, toilet paper. <laughs> What's the point to buy like 100 yeah. toilet paper? Like, I don't know. There is more biggest priority, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that is why that's what preppers don't do. They prepare in advance, just in case something happens. And they don't go to a supermarket when everyone goes to suddenly buy a lot of toilet paper. But this is also like needs uh, some kind of uh, awareness because, yeah, it's true that maybe you need to prepare something like for a pandemic or something. But from what I understand, And from the previous pandemic, it was the problem with the people, not the products in themselves. Like the products were still there. After this, uh, you know, chaos, the products uh, were still there. You could go to supermarket and find the product. Easy peasy. The only thing that was like the market, which was also stupid, closed before like normal hour. Like, for example, if the shop will... open from like nine to seven or eight or even nine in the evening, the government was like, oh, you should close at five. But the stupid idea is that you only make more people come at the same time. So that was stupid. I don't know how people think, especially those in power, just to make people stay at home. I understand that, but it also created the same scenario as like Lots of people in the same place. Like, for example, people who were still maybe in the first times working and they have to go like uh, and they are free at five. They go to the supermarkets and find the same people like them who finished at the same time and going to buy things. Yeah, I'm totally agreed with that. That was one of the stupid decisions. But I don't know what, what I would have chosen, but I think it wasn't the best option. But. Okay, guys, thank you for the discussion. It was interesting. I think we've managed to discuss a lot of different, not very connected topics. Zombie, apocalypse, Muslim religion, and the pandemic as well. You can remind me as well. <laughs> What was there? Aliens. Aliens, true. And maybe Natasha becomes an iron woman. Yes, and some people want me to become also an iron woman. I don't know why. That's not my desire, but let it be. I hope that the comet doesn't hit us in nearest future. I also hope that we can escape the consequences of the war in Ukraine. And see you next time. Have a nice day. Goodbye. See you. Bye-bye. See you. <laughs> you finish with something like the saddest stuff. Like, yeah, don't, don't forget that uh, war We're, we're still gonna die, but, you know, not now. <laughs> I hope... Uh, I don't know, I'm gonna buy some yodin.